Hey, hey, it's your girl, Carolina Sanchez, filling in one last night for Queen Claudia. And it's Friday, baby. So we're back with TGIF and we're here to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and social media. So you know what to do. Sit back, relax and enjoy this hot, hot tea. Please welcome Funky Dineva. Hey, Funky. What's going on, Carolina? And listen, y'all, I am so excited, Carolina, because I got you. I've been loving you. And I got my good homegirl on the show tonight. So we gonna have some fun. And you're talking about Miss Quad from Bravo's hit show, Married to Medicine, filling in for Al again tonight. Hey, Miss Quad. What is it giving, honey? What is it giving? Miss <laughs> Quad, Miss Quad. She got it. She got it. <laughs> so how are we feeling? It's, 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 we're ready for the weekend, right? What are we, what are we doing this weekend, Quad? Honey, now, Miss Quad is always very busy, honey. You know me, I love a good flight, so I might be here or there and a little bit of everywhere. Okay. Funky, what are you getting into? Where are you going to be? I'm getting on a flight to go see a man. Yeah. What? A man about a mule? A man about a mule, a dog, a snake, some cake, and everything in between. What about the eggplant? <laughs> I'll be out of town this weekend. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm just going to be here at home, okay? I'm going to be very simple. Nothing exciting going on here. So I'm going to live vicariously through both of you. That's okay. It That's is. It's okay. Are we drinking anything tonight? Or are we keeping it very simple? What are we doing? Uh, no, I'm doing H2O. I'm trying to save my calories for the weekend. So I'm, I'm, I'm drinking my good old Florida's finest. Me too. Mm -hmm. I've got a mug that production would not want me to show on camera so i'm not even going to show it but i'm drinking coffee right now to, to keep the mood up for the evening okay oh, it is all right well let's get into the show shall we let's all right do we're it. things off with k michelle she's receiving backlash after encouraging black women to possibly consider dating out of their race the powerhouse oh. singer was asked during a recent interview if she would date a white man and she immediately replied I love a white man. Mm. Now, one fan wrote, it's not that easy. I'm attracted to black men. Like, I'm attracted to only men. If you get it, you get it. And another fan wrote, I will just have to die alone because I only love black men. All right, what are your thoughts on Kay Michelle expanding her options? And would y'all consider dating outside of your race? Quad, talk to me. Well, listen, the people have a preference, you know what I mean? Um, so if that is her preference right now, that is her preference. She's had her fair share of men uh, just as a whole. And apparently the black men she's not feeling right now. So, you know, I'm not going to have her to be in a position where she's unhappy. We want everyone to be happy. So if she wants to date white, Chinese, Asian, whatever, you know, if she wants to, to date someone from the mi mi Middle East, uh, I, that's fine with me. Hmm. Funky? I'm is here it for it. Listen, I, I, I am here for it. I've done YouTube videos about it. We've talked about it on the show a couple of weeks ago. I'm going to be very honest with you, sisters. I'm sick and tired of going out in public and hearing y'all bellyache about how y'all make more money than black men. Y'all the most educated. Y'all starting the most businesses. And black men are not up to par. And I keep asking y'all, all right, so then what are you going to do? I keep asking the question, if there's only this many available black qualified men and it's this many women and y'all sitting around having this circular argument about not being able to find a man and want to have kids, you got to do something different. And I think dating outside of your race may be a potential solution to some of this loneliness that all of these high value, high educated business starting people. And I'll tell you another thing about this statistic. Oh, watch you, honey. Hey, okay. This statistic is baffling the hell out of me because on one token, it's saying that black women is so educated and so this, 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 this. 
But then the IRS said 80% of people living living paycheck to paycheck and, and damn near below the poverty line. So I'm trying to understand where all these qualified, highly educated sisters and brothers at if everybody living paycheck to paycheck. But that's the story for a whole nother show. Go that ahead is- and get y'all some white men's, get y'all some yellow men's, get y'all some... In- Listen... <laughs> get, you, get you a trans man get you any man hey, I, any shit any man bitch he can help you split this rent get any man <laughs> I mean to K. Michelle's defense like during the podcast she was saying that she was done with dating she didn't want to date anymore because relationships were just too crazy for her they were just asking if she liked white men I guess she didn't say she didn't want to date black men anymore she's well, done with dating period she's just saying she does love a white man. Kay Michelle may be on to something, honey. She's down in Nashville, baby, singing all types of country music and bluegrass, and she's doing her thing. So guess what? You got the country music. Go ahead and get you a white man, honey. Put you a 10-gallon hat on and keep it pushing. Go yeah, right down on Broadway in Nashville and do the hee-haw. Yeah, it is. Yeah, hee-haw, baby. Okay. All right. Well, speaking of dating white men, it seems like Travis Kelsey is becoming a bit overwhelmed with the NFL's interest in his unconfirmed relationship with Taylor Swift. Y'all know that's confirmed. I don't know why we're acting like it's not confirmed, but the can- Kansas City Chiefs star revealed in a recent interview, I think it's fun when they show who's at the game. I think it brings a lot of bit more to the atmosphere, brings a little bit more to what you're watching. But at the same time, they're overdoing it a little bit. And honestly, they counted how many times they showed Taylor Swift during that game. And it was 17 damn times. Okay. Do you think they're overdoing it, Funky? Yeah, Yeah, they're overdoing it. Yes, they are overdoing it, and at a minimum, they should cut her a check. I heard somewhere, or Al said on one of the previous shows, that his jersey has, like, gone up exponentially in value ever since he's been dating Taylor Swift. And to be quite honest, and and, and the Swifties may get me, I do not know what America's fascination is with this mediocre heifer, but I'm going to let y'all have it. Yes, when we tune into the game, we're not tuning in to see all this mayonnaise. We're not... um, and Mr. Kelsey, if it's becoming that much of a problem, leave our ass home. Care ass back to Nebraska or Omaha or South Dakota or whatever rock we got Taylor Swift from. Just leave her home. Not the rock. Oh, my God. Miss <laughs> Quad, I know. How do you feel about this? Well, the deal is this, honey. The coins are coming in. So if it means for Taylor Swift to be in the stadium, the people are buying the tickets. Although she's all the way in the box, honey, you will never touch Taylor Swift. Now, we have to remember that Taylor Swift is also what Beyonce is to the black girls. Taylor Swift is to the white girls. Okay, mm-hmm. So this is where you're you're getting the disconnect, you. This mm-hmm. is where the, the jersey is going up and mm-hmm. the seats are being sold. And mm-hmm. this is why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And well, I have to say that the NFL replied to the interview in the with the following statement saying the Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey news has been a pop culture moment. We've leaned into it in real time as it's an intersection of sport and entertainment. And we've seen an incredible amount of positivity around the sport. Let's replace the words positivity with coins, as Funky said, because it's really just the money that they enjoy bringing in. OK, well, they pick and damn choose when they want to lean the hell in because they ask damn sure leaned out when Colin Kaepernick took to that knee. But that's a whole nother story for a whole nother day. And Black Lives Matter was an entertainment and sports intersection and all that other bluff that y'all put in that statement. But I'm going to let y'all have y'all mediocre mayonnaise princess. Go on to the next thing, Carolina. Yes, I'm going to drag you, honey. You're going to get drugged, baby. (laughs) 
All right. We're going to we're going to switch gears to a, a tragic story out of Las Vegas, where a mother experienced the loss of her unborn twins after a pharmacy gave her abortion pills by mistake. Now, this this is such a, an awful story. And I feel like human error. It cannot go to this distance. You can't lose babies because of human error. And it wasn't just one human. It wasn't just two. It was three different pharmacists who failed to do their jobs correctly and led to the loss of those twin babies. I I, I cannot imagine the pain that she must be feeling knowing that she's not going to be able to. And she can't because those were two embryos that were implanted in her. She doesn't have fallopian tubes anymore. This was like her last ditch effort for getting two more babies. And it's gone because... They didn't do their jobs correctly. This to me is unacceptable. And all they've given her is the words, I'm sorry. That is not enough. Absolutely not enough. What are your thoughts on this, Ms. Kwan? It's hurtful. It's very hurtful. It is horrific. Um, it saddens me to hear. I hate that she's going through this. I don't think that anyone should have to go through this. Um, she loves her family. She wanted to enlarge her family and she did everything necessary to do so. Uh, things do happen, but this to, for three people to kind of oh, an oversight, it's just it's difficult. And for CVS to say, you know what, it was a we, we just issued and I'm, I'm sorry, an apology. I agree. That's just not enough. It's just not. Apparently there was $10,000 involved too, but I don't know if that's going to the family. But Funky, what uh, what are your thoughts on this whole thing? Well, here's what we do know. CVS will be issuing a check and mm -hmm. they will be issuing a pretty big check for her. And then I think the way they compute these things too is for the loss of life and what those embryos could have earned across their life. Um, Of course, I'm sad for this woman. I'm human. I question the timing of this story, though, just with everything that's going on politically with abortion. Can we do it in this state? Can we do it in that state? Can we do the pill? Can we not do the pill? Can you go at this week? Can you do mm. the, the, the timing is just a little peculiar. And I'm not saying that this did not happen to this woman. I believe it. If there's just something in the back of my mind um, that has me feeling like this story has been extrapolated and brought to the forefront for a reason larger than her and these babies. That is scary. That is scary. I really hope you're, you're wrong in that. Yeah. I don't but think anyone did it to her on purpose. I don't think anyone did it to her on purpose, but I definitely think this story helps some of those anti-abortion people. It really does help them to a degree, in my opinion. And actually, I mean, now that you bring that up, maybe the human error was that, you know, they didn't want to discuss it. Maybe they didn't want to give her what she give her the rundown, what she was doing to not embarrass her and bring light to the fact that she was going to have abortion pills. I mean, it's just tragic, tragic all around. Oh. All right. Well, we need to go to break. So coming up next, a Florida man's dying words will leave you in shock. And later, Bow Wow is speaking out after against a former 106 and Park co-host. Keep it locked right here. And in Funky's news, I'm just kidding, in Florida's news, a man who was executed after being convicted of killing two women he met at 
a Florida beach at Florida beach bars declined his last meal before the lethal injection and told witnesses, I love you all. Those were his last words. What are your thoughts on his last words, Funky? I mean, hell, I don't, I don't know what I would say if I was on the table being euthanized like a damn golden retriever that's 16 years old. Um, y'all know I really, I, I really don't get down with the death penalty. Um, I think it's very hypocritical for humans on one token to punish somebody for murder and then turning around and doing the same thing. Like whoever signed the paper, whoever issued the execution, you're no better than he is in my personal opinion. Um, as far as his last words are concerned, I mean, what would people expect him to say? I'm sorry. Well, I would imagine a, a, I'm sorry, but I guess it, it's giving me, I've been in jail for 40 years and I found Christ. Yeah. And so the proper thing to say is, I love you. That's what it's giving. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you, Funky, on that. Now, first of all, he declined that meal, honey, because he didn't want to poop when the people was killing him, okay? When they were saying, okay, bye bye, get some. They, they say you've been on at the, the table. That's what they say. <laughs> so he said, y'all don't have enough for Breeze. You understand what I'm saying? So he didn't want to poop. So he said, you know what? I just declined that last meal. Now, in reference to him saying, I love you, I'm with you on that, I think he found Christ. I think he found God. He accepted God as his Lord and Savior. Honey, he was trying to make it to the upper room. Okay? Nice and clean. Mm. Fresh. Maybe he did find Christ. I'm not entirely sure. But to your point about the death penalty, this is actually the eighth so far since DeSantis took control. So uh, mm. who knows how many more are coming up. Yeah. All right, switching gears, the drama is flaring up once again between Kim Zolciak and her estranged husband, Croy Bierman. Kim apparently called the police on Croy after he locked her outside of their main bedroom and barricaded himself inside the room during their fight. Lord Jesus, what? I can't with this. Like, first of all, why are we still living with our ex if we're going through a divorce? Like we done tried it. Time and time again, like what? What are we doing here, Miss Quad? What are we doing, babe, Carolina? I don't know if that's the new trend, but I know a couple of people right now who are literally divorced, get going through a divorce. Papers are downtown at the courthouse, and they still live with one another. Okay, inflation okay. is too damn high, is what it's telling me. Inflation that wasn't my, that wasn't my ministry. I couldn't. Because <laughs> so, hold on, Quad. Don't do that. The, people, the, the people said the man was at work, and when he came home, you had no took all the. The man house. That's what part of that is true. Part of that is true. Now, the earlier part of the statement is true. I did leave while he was away at work. The second part and the latter part of that is completely not true. I split everything down the middle. I was very fair by it. Okay. Now, let me go back to Croy and Kim. Corey locked himself in that damn bedroom because he didn't want to go to jail and get the police called on him. Kim called the people any damn way. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> she called the people any damn way. Mm -hmm. So damn if you do, damn if you don't, Croy. Listen, mm -hmm. here's what I don't understand about these two. Number one, the city of Atlanta needs to send them a bill, all right? Because every time they're in the media, it's for calling the police. And as bad as the, listen, this why they couldn't find who broke in Tamar car. Because the people too busy going around Kim and Croy damn house every Friday after they get to drinking and chewing damn tobacco and doing God knows whatever else in that damn house. Their police stay around there. They buckhead neighbors need to put their or whatever neighborhood they stay in. Them neighbors need to band together and get their ass put out. This is the second thing I don't understand. That house or that compound that y'all live in is large enough 
where if y'all are going through a divorce, why don't one of y'all get all y'all stuff out the room and go stay in another damn room or go stay in the basement or go stay in the pool house or somewhere? So there is no need to get into a room or talk to one another. Um, quiet as it's kept, y'all need to go get y'all a little piece of pie because y'all about to lose this damn house anyway. So I don't understand why y'all still holding on to it and, and using a little piece of money that you got paying this high-ass electric bill right there. You need to take your ass to uh, Camden, pay to the Camden or to the Amley properties and just get you a nice little piece of pie, man. But them people ain't never been to no Amley apartments, baby. They need to go to Amley. Camley. Uh, what is it? Camden. Camden. Amley. What's the other apartment, people? Whoever. Gables. Gables. The Gables. They're going to go around there to the Gables off, off 75 by, by, by Keisha Place, by the Cirque, and get y'all a nice little piece of apartment. But let me say, sometimes you got to make moves just to keep the drama down, okay? And that's what I was thinking when I made my move, okay? Yeah, he going to go to work out. We get we got to get real busy. We got a few hours to do this, okay? But the other part of that with, with uh, I can remember, the city of Atlanta, I know when you, when you had a false alarm or if your alarm system went off and nothing was going on, they will cite you for sure. There was a bill coming in the mail in the next two days that happened often, often when I lived with my ex-husband, when we shared a home together. Oh, living together. See, do you recommend that? Do you recommend living with your ex? Oh, what, what? No, no, no. I'm, so no. She was speaking in I'm reference that they were married still. Oh, when you were married. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because I was like, I thought you made a move out. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. No, see, I'm a real black girl. I'm a real black girl. <laughs> Half of me to leave, I left. Okay. <laughs> Told him, I, I, told him, I told him to get somebody else to do it. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. Thank you. All right. Let's switch gears to a, a suburb of uh, Atlanta where an Airbnb host was robbed at gunpoint by a guest who rented a room. According to the police report, the man forced the host to, to get on the ground, zip tied his wrists and legs and demanded that he hand over his wallet. Khalil Hamilton is still on the loose and wanted on charges of armed robbery, aggravated assault, false imprisonment and possession of a firearm during the commission of a felony. Quad, what do you have to say about this mess? First of all, all I want to know is who name did he put the Airbnb under to get it? Whose credit, what's, what, whose credit card did he use to get it? That's the thing, because if you come in with the ideology that I'm doing this to rob someone, you don't even have the credit card or the credit to even get the property. So I'm confused as to how that transpired. It is very, very, very dangerous. I think hearing something like this, um, Airbnb has been at, on a spike for a very long time. They've had a great run. But I think hearing something like this, it's definitely going to make the hotels and the resorts and the high-end luxury hotels look a little bit more appetizing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Funky, what do you think? No, I agree 100% with Quad. First and foremost, you know, I don't know that I would ever Airbnb my property and I still live there as well. I, I would have to Airbnb the entire home and I live somewhere else. Second of all, bitch, your bills must be real backed up if Khalil came to your door and you opened it, okay? Because he would have showed up to my thing and I would have got right in that app and canceled that damn reservation. <laughs> call it call it racist, call it stereotyping, call it yep. profiling. I call it safe and I still got my wallet and I'm alive, okay? Khalil wouldn't have got in my house. Quads, <laughs> quads. 
picture back up on the screen again. Honestly, look at Khalil. Khalil looks very kind of jovial. He kind of looks pleasant. He doesn't look like he is threatening at all. I don't see that picture and see someone who will bound me and tie me up, you know, and put, you know, wrist straps on me. I, I don't see that. It looks like Khalil used to wear the Barney outfit. You know, Barney, you know, the big purple mm -hmm. dinosaur. That, that, that ain't what I'm getting. I'm, I'm getting Danger Will Robinson. Oh, my God, today. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's giving me Danger Will Robinson. Mm -mm. He'd have showed up to my door looking like that. I wouldn't have opened it. What is it? Is it is it his hair? I don't know what it is. It's just the energy. It's I can't I can't say it's the hair. I can't say it's the beard. I can't say it's the skin. It's just the energy. All right. Well, we're gonna set it to commercial then. Coming up next, Bow Wow is calling out his former coworker Keisha Shantae, and later a pastor is calling out the choir members of the church. Stay tuned. IF. Listen, Bow Wow is speaking out after his former 106 and Park co-host Keisha Shantae shared that she was hazed by the rapper during their work relationship. Check out. Check this out. Sony was using me and my platform to blast off a new artist on the label and they were forcing her into the video, make her to like, no, you, you, it don't work like that. Yeah, this 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 story is so confusing to me. Keisha came out and had said originally that he Bow Wow said he wanted her in the video, brought her over and then said, uh, come up to my room. And when she refused, the next day when she showed up to the trailer, she saw Angela Simmons was there and she got the part instead. And so then she ended up in Chris Brown's music video. Sounds all sorts of messy. But Bow Wow was like, I got a whole bunch of shit on you. So I'm a, I'm a grown man now and I'm not going to spill it. But. It's just so messy. I'm so confused because I thought they were cool. Mm. Funky, what is going on with this story? You know what? I don't know and I don't care. You know, <laughs> I, 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 I really. <clears throat> it grinds my gears when people pop up 15 years later with just tea. That's not even tea. Um, mm. to, to sit here and be having a conversation about a Bow Wow video. No one in 2023 cares about Bow Wow's music or his videos, to be quite honest. So. I really don't care about, I don't need Keisha Shantae or this story, to be honest. Okay. Well, I would like to see Bow Wow make some new music. I got to tell you, I would like to see him get back out there and make some music. Um, but what what's the tea? Like, I'm real confused. So, okay, since she to come to the room and Angela Simmons got the pod, does that mean Angela Simmons went to the room? I mean, what does okay. it mean? I, well, I, work ain't work ain't honest, but it pays the bills. Okay, listen. Baby, she, my husband's doing just fine, honey. She, she is. She's but no, you know, I, quad. They also work together on 106 and Park, and she's accusing Bow Wow of hazing her while on the show, causing her to mess up her lines, just always bothering her, and all these things. And all, I believe her. I believe her. I, I believe it a hundred percent. I just don't know. Yeah. Who cares in 2023? Like, just no one cares. But I'm I'm confused. Why would Bow Wow be in position to haze anyone? Like, who's allowing Bow Wow or anyone to haze them? You and I both are in a part of the Divine Nine. We didn't go for that. No. I know I didn't go for that. You hold your tongue. <laughs> well, you know, I guess it's just one of those things where you show up. If you're an emerging talent and you show up on set, and Bow Wow's your co-host, 
you're probably going to play second to him, to his energy, because he is the star. And in a situation like that, you know, they'll probably get rid of you before they get rid of Bow Wow. So she probably endured some of his hazing or taunting or whatever the case may be. But again, in 2023, nobody cares about some teenage drama from 106 and Park. Yeah, when did 106 and Park go out there? <laughs> Put it this way. I'm 40 and I was watching it in the eighth grade. So a long time ago. Okay. Okay. In other words, as, as Funky said, we don't care. All right. In a recent episode of Unlocked with Savannah Chrisley, Savannah revealed that her father, Todd Chrisley, is teaching financial classes in prison to further reduce his now 10 year sentence. Todd and his wife, Julie, were convicted of bank fraud and tax evasion last year and were sentenced to a combined 19 years in prison. Listen, this man is not teaching them what they need to know. He is teaching them how to try and get away with shit that he wasn't able to get away with. That's why he's in prison. So I don't know what these jokers think he's he's uh, imparting on them because he is not going to help them out any bit. Funky, what are your thoughts on this? I think criminals are the best people to teach. Mm -hmm. I think criminals, because they know the ins and outs, they know the weaknesses, they know the weak points, they know how to break through the firewall. I think there's no better person than to teach finances. Now, you know, hopefully he's not teaching how to fraud the system. He's teaching how to be on the up and up and what documentation you need and how you should keep things and how you should structure your money, so on and so forth. But I think it's time that we begin in our correctional system to reimagine what rehabilitation looks like. It's time for us to, because this throwing people behind bars, leaving them there for 30 years and then putting them back in society, it's not doing anything. It, it's not it's, it's, no it's, it's, it's not working. There's no rehabilitation. No, absolutely. That, go ahead. No, I agree. Absolutely. We should be teaching things like that. But should it be Todd Chrisley teaching is. Yes. Is point what better person to do? What, what better person? And Tom can teach you what not to do. He can say, wait a minute. I know where I went left at when everything's not going south. So he can teach you what not to do. Mm -hmm. As long as he's doing that. Quad, what are your thoughts on it? Well, um, I'm sorry. You think it's all good? Well, I, I, I think, listen, uh, Todd is a very jovial person, great personality. I mean, welcoming individual. I, I loved uh, being around Todd when Todd and I would hang out. Um, we would hang out in, in very social spaces and have a great time together. So he has that personality that will draw anyone in. Uh, in terms of him teaching the financial courses, um, I, I think he, there was a level of... Um, Intelligence there for sure. Uh, now, also no. teach you what not to damn do. <laughs> what funky? What funky? Hold on, Quad now. Wait, wait a minute now. Hold on now, Cassie. Cassie, so now, now some to the surface now because <laughs> you, you you know the people were saying they didn't know how you afforded your house. So <laughs> so now you was friends with Todd Chrisley. So that that's what was going. I like Todd a lot. Now hold the line. Now let me tell you, don't some people my way over there. They dig down in my financial business. So what I am saying is this: a good FICO score, honey, and a lot of savings can get you a beautiful home like the okay. one I live in. But hopefully, now, that's what Todd teaches. No, no, no. I was never under Todd's tutelage. No, but no. But what I'm saying is, I hope what he's teaching is good FICO scores and saving money. 
Good FICO scores, knowing how to invest in other areas, knowing how to keep your debt to ratio down, only utilizing 30% of what's lended to you and paying off the bill when it comes in full so you don't grow interest. Get into it a file phase first. Okay. Quad needs to be Quad needs to be teaching the classes. Hello. Well, listen, she got that damn house. When she got that house with Todd Christie, her ass might be down there teaching the damn classes. <laughs> Hold tight, Carolina. Okay. This season, this season of Married to Madison. Oh, horrible. Quad, quad well, down to the prison. <laughs> We're not gonna wish that on Quad. We're not gonna wish that on Quad. No, not on my life. No, 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 no. All right, we're moving on to a very serious topic. Um. To our soulmates who are parents, according to a recent study, yelling, just yelling at your kids can be as harmful as sexual or physical abuse. Researchers from Wingate University in North Carolina and the University College London discovered that abuse could create underlying emotional and psychological repercussions, which include obesity, increased risk of anger, substance abuse, depression and self-harm. This is shocking to me. It is scary to me. And now I'm wondering how I'm supposed to discipline. Like this whole gentle parenting thing is so damn hard. I try. But listen, I lose my temper. I I lose my temper. So I I don't know. I'm at a loss. Now, now it's equated with physical and sexual abuse. Like this sounds crazy to me. Quad, what are your thoughts on this? Sexual abuse to me is, is, is pushing it. It really is. Now, I can see it, 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 you know, traumatizing a child if you're consistently screaming at them, if the way you uh, communicate is through yelling and screaming and cursing and calling them out of their names. I have never been a fan of that. And I can remember when I was growing up in Memphis, Tennessee, get into it, honey, M-Town girl. When I was growing up in Memphis, Tennessee, there was uh, a, a woman that lived across the street from our from us and she had some daughters and all of that. And I was, was friendly with the daughters, but I do recall when talking about them, she would be like, just like, it, it was shocking to me. I could not believe it. And I have always been against that. I do believe having an open dialogue and open discussion and actually um, talking about how and why things ended up this way. You, mm -hmm. I asked you not to do something. You were clear on not to do it. Did you do it anyway? You done it anyway. So because you decided to take that action in your behavior, this is what's going to happen. These are the consequences. I don't believe in yelling and screaming or when, if you ever seen some of the other women, uh, they talk to their kids, get your and you look just like your damn daddy. I can't stand you. That is awful. And I have heard these things. That is, that is, Unfortunately, that is a part of our community. You know, it may be in a small portion, but I have seen it and heard it myself and I do not approve, period. No. Yeah. Yeah, that 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 is degrading and dehumanizing. I feel when you speak in that way. Yes. Um, I was thinking more of like when I yell my son's name and say mm -hmm. That's that's the kind of yelling I'm thinking about. But the way you portrayed it just now, but screaming and degrading and insulting, that's different. And that does seem like more detrimental abuse. Funky, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, Carolina, I'm sure an occasional raising of the voice and an occasional yelling at a child is perfectly OK. I think it's the perpetual, you know, yelling and, and raising of voices and, you know, full moment of transparency. I grew up in a very verbally abusive home like my mother 
She only had one gauge and it was angry. She was mad all the time. So, you know, I grew up in a household where I was just used to being yelled at and cursed at every day. And, and, and the effects, of, of course, in hindsight, it did affect my self-esteem. Of course, it did affect my self-worth. Um, it did affect um, a lot of years I felt voiceless because you have an authority figure always yelling at you then telling you to shut up because you can't say anything back to a parent so you feel helpless um and it does have lasting effects I I'll, I'll tell you one of them um if you and quad were in my presence right now and you guys were to start arguing with each other like to the point where you're about to fight I get disoriented whenever two people around me they start screaming I literally get disoriented and I lose my bearings because of PTSD from being yelled at all the time. So they're definitely onto something when it comes to this. <clears throat> you do feel like it, it's this very serious abuse that can lead to the- Almost, almost de most definitely, I'm, I'm living proof of it, most definitely. Wow. Well, I'm sorry you went through that. Well, shit happens. Yeah, but friend, what are you doing or what have you done? What steps and measurements have you taken to kind of break that down and to have that breakthrough? Because you know, I tell you all the time, and I got to take a moment to brag on you. I love, love, love who you've become. You are mm -hmm. such a beautiful person to me. Hands mm -hmm. down. I'll tell anyone that. I tell you that a lot, but I'm going to say it again here. Everything about you, you're uberly intelligent. You're super, like, fun and exciting. You. You're a wordsmith in your own right. I'm, I'm just happy to see you where you are. So Thank what you. did you do to take those necessary steps to say, I'm not taking this along with me anymore. I'm not carrying that baggage anymore. Um, went away to college, went to other friends' houses during Christmas and Thanksgiving, and then realized that it wasn't normal. Like when you're a kid, it's your baseline. You think right. everybody mama talked you like that. Uh, it, it didn't bother me as a child. It wasn't until I got older and realized that it wasn't normal that the trauma and stuff of it all began to sit in or, or you, you realize, Oh crap, I was, I've been sitting in trauma all this time. As far as what, um, you know, what I've done, I just make it a point to not communicate to other people like that. Like I'm not, if I love you, I'm not going to talk to you crazy. When it comes to children, I don't talk to children. You know, you know, I get stern if I have to, but I'm not going to yell at them and fuss up. It's not necessary, but you know, to my mom's defense and to a lot of other uh, moms out there, you know, my mom was a single mom. Money wasn't coming in. Shit was tight working too. folks were stressed. You know what I'm saying? She was doing the best she could with what she had. I don't hold it against her. Um, now that I'm older and I realize how hard life can be, um, you know, she was doing the best she could with what she had. And, and now that I know better, I do better. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Thanks for sharing that, Funky. Mm -hmm. All right, soulmates, keep it locked because coming up next, a pastor is calling out the choir members. And later, we are playing a fun game of Name That Film. Let's talk about it when we return. about this pastor. Well, he delivered a rather interesting message about choir members to the congregation of a church that he was visiting. The pastor said that altos and sopranos are often upset with each other because they are messing around with the same musician in the church who is actually sneaking off with someone in the tenor section. If y'all don't get it, altos and sopranos tend to be women and tenors tend to be men. Okay, Funky, what are your thoughts on this? You know what? It's funny but it's also sad. 
and, and, and the way everybody erupted in the church clapping. If you want to unify black people, say something homophobic. Oh, baby, we will unify in our heartbeat over some gay stuff. It's low-hanging fruit. Gay people have been around since the beginning of time. And if you actually created space for them to be who they are in the church, this wouldn't be a thing. This, this, this wouldn't be a thing. You know what I'm saying? As if there's just this big taboo, you know, undercurrent. No, it, it ain't no big undercurrent of gay anything going on in the church. It's folks living their damn lives. And if y'all would allow them to be themselves, it wouldn't be this spectacle that you tried to make it out to be. It just always concerns me as a pastor or just as a civilian of all the things you could have been preaching to your parishioners that day. That was what came to your mind. Right. And then the same church people, some would argue that being gay is a spirit or, or it's wrong and I need to be delivered. But if I'm in that audience or if I'm listening to this, is this the type of messaging that's going to bring me to the church? No, 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 absolutely not. Why, why would you want to stay there? You are not welcome there, right? Yeah. Yeah. They are bashing who you are as a person Indeed. and expecting you to be delivered. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to stop. Yeah. Okay. Great. So dumb. Quad, what are your thoughts on all this? Well, really quickly, when I thought about altos and, and sopranos and tenons, I thought about, okay, well, then those are the men with the bur big burly voices. And then, you know, the altos are girls like myself and a little soprano, you know, all the way up top. Mm. So I was thinking maybe that the women over here was messing with the men over there. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was just happy that, thank God they're not messing with the past, the honey, because I just <laughs> want the first lady in the past to break up. That's all. I just didn't want the first lady in the past to break up. That's all I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's not mess with the pastor either. Okay. All right. Let's move on to the next story. Girl Scout cookies are increasing its prices to $6 a box Ooh. due to the impact of inflation on cookie ingredients and manufacturing. One person wrote, on my mama, I'm going to start trapping cookies. And another person wrote, they can keep them damn cookies. Listen, Funky, you've been talking about inflation left and right and how it's affecting all of us. But these damn Girl Scout cookies, too? So, you know, it's throwing me because I don't have kids. I haven't kept up with the most recent price of Girl Scout cookies. Last time, I remember Girl Scout cookies was $3 a box. They it's were $3 now, a baby. box. Because I love the tree foils, the one right there in the middle, the blue. I love me some tree foils. $6, I mean, for all my friends out there that got kids that's got Girl Scouts, I'm only buying one box. Buying four and five boxes like I normally buy. I'm buying one box of rent high and i ain't got no man over here to help me split my rent so and todd christley ain't helped me get my house like quad so <laughs> i can't buy the, i can't buy the cookie. <laughs> quad <laughs> trying to find out why the price is going up you know because it's not like they out there paying the sales reps you know the girl scouts <laughs> are the sales reps so what y'all not cutting them a check so why are we going up on the coins in terms of these cookies you're making the cookies in-house your sales reps are your girl scouts where the money going who where got the money who got the coinage where's it going and i thought about something too carolina have we ever what do the girl scouts do with the money like i know they need the cookie money to keep the organization running but you've never heard nobody say I got a $25,000 scholarship to college from Girl Scouts. Or you never heard anybody say, the Girl Scouts are doing a turkey drive. They're donating 50 turkeys to a family. What do they do with the money they collect? I don't know. 
I feel like Al would have done this research. Yeah. I'm so, I'm so <laughs> inadequate. Al would have had this answer. I don't know the answer, but I know there is an answer, Funky. Well, what I think they do, they continue to build programs within the organization to strengthen the young girls, whether it's building self-esteem or teaching them how to go out and listen. You know, entrepreneur. You ain't building nobody's self-esteem with them ugly ass dresses on. If anything, you tan it up, okay? Well, I think even <laughs> selling the cookies, they're they're quite, you know, being the entrepreneur there. So I think they're gotcha. Okay. No, that they face a lot of damn rejection, like sitting outside of a Walmart waiting for somebody to buy one damn box and everybody just passing you by like, mm, I ain't got time for you. I don't yeah. see Girl Scout. But the people love the Girl Scout cookies. This is why people are pissed off that they're double the cost. So people love them. They don't have to really do too much hustling, honey. They pull up, they put the product out and it's gone just like that. Yeah. After $6 though, is it still going to be gone, Quad? I don't know. It might be a little hard. It might be a little hard. All right, let's talk about Caitlyn Jenner, who in a recent interview revealed that she doesn't communicate with her ex-wife, Kris Jenner. Caitlyn said, well, Kris, I really never talked to anymore. Yeah, it's sad. If there's any communication, my manager kind of talks to her. She added, I'm much closer to the Jenner side, but Kris, I don't really have any more contact with her. It's kind of sad because we went through a lot. Well, Carolina, listen, what would you do if your ex-husband became your ex-wife? I would not talk to her. My point exactly. I mean, I might. I mean, there is like a, a deep relationship there, but then it, it might feel like I, I just don't know my husband now ex-wife anymore. Would you not feel would you not feel like there was some betrayal there? Would you not feel like, you know, I was with you and we used to sleep, you know, we were in the in the sheets together. And all along you wanted to be me. Oh. Like, yeah, I mean if if it was like that that he wanted to be me and just didn't feel just trapped in his body at the time. Yeah, it's hard it's hard to say like if my husband now were to reveal to me that he wanted to transition. I feel like I'm a very empathetic person, so I would be there for him as he transitions. But I guess like I, w I wouldn't know what to trust anymore of what was real in our love and our union. Right. I feel like the re relationship wasn't necessarily romantic for him as it was for me. It was more of a companionship. So it wouldn't be the same relationship I'd be going back to. Funky, what are your thoughts? See, Caitlyn Jenner ain't telling the real tea. The real tea is Chris Jenner ain't fooling around with her ass because she still got that lady panties in her dresses. <laughs> and so that she took out that lady closet when she left the house. <clears throat> okay? And that lady want her stuff back. If you want, it, that lady want her makeup back, she want her, <laughs> her Lancome makeup from 20 years ago, that lady want her stuff back. Take that lady back her panties. Take that lady back her her <laughs> uh, her, her red bottom soul cakes. Yeah. Take that lady back her La Perla and take that lady back her, her gowns and stuff. And then maybe then y'all can begin to forge a new relationship. All and, right. You heard and it right her girdles. And her girdles. Honey. And her girdles. <laughs> All right, Caitlin, I hope you you hear Don't stretch out that lady stuff. Don't got your big wide bike ass in that lady dresses. That's why that lady mad. <laughs> All right, we got to set it to break. I got to collect myself. Coming up, we're playing a fun game of Name That Film, so stick around. Fun game. 
Before we go, we are going to guess some classic movie lines from our favorite black films in a fun game that I like to call Name That Film. All right, Funky Quad, are y'all ready? We're ready. Okay, and just so y'all know, it's not multiple choice, so feel free to play along in the chat, soulmates. Let's cue the music production. All right, first up, line is make the money, don't let it make you. Players Club, honey, that's Players Club. Players Club. All right, let's reveal the answer. Yep, you got it. Players Club. We didn't even have to wait a bit. All right, next up. What about this line? Sexual chocolate. Name Coming to one. America. Coming to America. Coming to America. Randy Watson, all right. We knew, we knew. Okay, how about name this film? We didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on us. Malcolm X. Malcolm X, baby. Yes, yes, yep. All right, what about this line? You know, I'm sick and tired of men using love like it's some kind of disease. You just catch love. Love should have brought your ass home last night. Boomerang. I was about to say waiting to exhale, but you're right, it's boomerang. Allie <laughs> Burry, that's right. All right, here, here's probably, these all have been easy, but here's, here's another easy one. Bye, Felicia. Name that film. Friday. Friday. Yeah, it was Friday. All right, what about this line? I'll play you for what? For your heart. Can you get it? Uh-uh, love and basketball. That's right. It is right. That's right. And it's funny, I actually guessed that one. I didn't know it, but it just felt like love and basketball. Right, right. All right, last one. What's the bleeping procedure when you got a gun to your head? Name that film. Set it off. That's Vivica Fox, baby. Set it off. Is it set off? That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Y'all knew him. Y'all knew him. That was great. That was cute. That was cute. Y'all had fun, soulmates, too, with Funky and Quad, who already knew all these answers. All right. But we have covered so many crazy stories this week. So we'd like to end our show by handing out an award to a person who exemplifies pure delusion. This is our tea bag of the week. All right, our tea bags of the week go to author Michael Lewis. Now, Lewis made the following comment about Michael Orr filing a lawsuit against his caretakers. Quote, this is what happens to football players who get hit in the head. They run into problems with violence and aggression. Mm, funky. What do you have to say about our honorary teabag of the week? That he's full of damn white people doing what they do best. I, use, I, I hate people start using these trigger words. What is he talking about? Violence and aggression. That man won his. Exactly. Stealing that much money was violent and aggressive. All right. Mm-hmm. He didn't do it. Quad. It's most certainly passive aggressive, if anything. Yeah. It's the worst type of aggression because you're making it feel like you love me and you care for me. All the while, you're manipulating me and you're stealing from me. That's highway robbery. Hmm. Highway robbery. Absolutely not. Yeah, no, I don't know why Michael Lewis felt like he had to share any of his thoughts on this situation. None, and 
specifically that. Okay. We don't need to be getting involved. And he, up until this point, Carolina, he had been unscathed in all of this. Like the only people that were getting railed in this whole situation was uh, the wife and the dad. The couple were getting railed. Yeah. But guys, I got a question for you before we get out of here, right? And I, I have posted this on my Instagram. And uh, Carolina, you black adjacent, so you you answer for the Latinas. Okay. And the question is, what is one of the most disrespectful things you can do to a black person? And so for me, I said, leave their name out the obituary. That is that is like the quintessential no coming back from. You leave a black person name out the obituary. It's on and pop. It's a wrap. Mm, 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 one that's kind of running neck and neck with that. When somebody knows they owe you money and they out shopping and traveling. Yeah. And they know they owe you money. I don't like that one either. And then they come home and they let you, they let you know, oh, I just bought this last week. Last yeah. week, you know, let me for two months. I'm going to say adding raisins to a recipe that does not call for raisins. Yeah. 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 Especially at the cookout. Eat Experiment yeah. on your own. Who likes raisins? In a potato salad. What? Why? Why? You know, another one for me is spitting, spitting on or at, but with me, don't even make the motion. If you even mm-hmm. go to do your lips, I'm probably going to catch a felony. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. no. When somebody in the house eats up everything and they don't even leave you, you purchased it. You bought it. You, you, you mean. And they eat everything and don't leave you anything. Quad, how do you feel about uh, people who come over, uh, you cooked Thanksgiving and they bring their own Tupperware. They don't leave anything for you. They they take everything. I think that's so country and tacky. They don't bring anything to eat. So there you go. You go out and you spend all the money on buying groceries. Then you're there all day for two days preparing all the food. And then they take everything home and they don't help you clean up. Oh. I'm confused. That's the most disrespectful guess. But you know what? Y'all be acting funky about that little Thanksgiving food, that little money y'all spent knowing damn well you don't want to eat any damn way. So let them people take that stuff home. people, People love, you know, people who cook, Love complaining about people taking stuff, knowing damn well they feel good that people don't took their food. Please, I do say take some things, and you're right, two days later, I don't want it. But I'm talking about all the coinage that I spent on the front end. Then I did all of the cooking, too. Like, something got to give here. Carolina, what I hate, though, to your point, is when people fix plates, but they take all the good meat. All right? We just had a function at my sister's house in Tampa, and I watched a family member come and stack a plate and they got all the good take some of them hot dogs and some of them hamburgers yeah. why you got all the ribs the pork chop and it's 60 hot dogs still sitting there take some of them damn hot dogs, you know, hot dogs. Uh-uh. and did they help clean up not at all Mm-mm. not at all 
At least she got to say, my family does. My family will get in before, like it could be a whole entire party here. And then the next day when I wake up, it looks like no one has ever been here. I do have to say my family is very good about that. Oh, okay. They need, they, they're always invited to the barbecue and the cookout. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. I want to thank my co-host, Miss Quad and Fucky Dineva for joining me tonight. Don't worry. On Monday, the trio is back together. Thanks for watching us on YouTube and stay tuned for Street Flavor. Have a great weekend. Have a good weekend, soulmates. 